English with Rob. Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome back to the English with Rob podcast. This is my first podcast of 2021. And yeah, it's it's been a while. It's been difficult. It's been difficult for me to make podcasts. It's been difficult for me to make YouTube video lessons because I do all of this in my spare time. And right now I have zero spare time. I have like minus spare time. Because of the coronavirus lockdown situation here in Germany, my three kids are not in school. They're at home with me and my wife every day while my wife and I are trying to work at the same time and homeschool the kids. It's, you know, it's lovely to have family around all the time and spend more time with my kids. But at the same time, it's a living nightmare. So I'm finding it very difficult to find the time to do things like this, but I'm happily, I have a, an interview already recorded, which I can put into this podcast. And looking forward, I'm going to um, use more of my evenings to record more podcasts and make more content because I've missed it. I really missed it. And we're in more of a settled routine now. It's been two weeks that my children have been at home and we don't really know how much longer it's going to go on. Um, we just have to wait until the, the levels go down. This is some depressing chat. Let's get out of it. Welcome back. I'm making a podcast. This is good stuff. So let's keep going. What can you expect today? I'm going to talk about using rap to learn and teach English because I came across uh, a rap on Instagram made by an English teacher, Sabina from Damn It English. Uh, we, we had been in contact, you'll hear in the interview, we'd been in contact because we were working in a group of teachers and um, we, her and I started talking about using rap and I said, hey, come on the podcast, let's talk about it. So we did. Uh, so you will hear her really inspiring story of how she learned English through rap. She learned English so well that she is now an English teacher. She's, she's Russian, but she learned English through rap. And now her English is so good that she is an English teacher. And she teaches English using rap. So it's a really interesting, really inspiring journey that um, that I want you to hear. So her interview will be a little later in the podcast. First, I want to talk about... First, I want to talk about the podcast. Then I want to talk about using rap to learn English. About the podcast. This will be the last of me making this podcast in the way that I have been. So the way all my other podcasts have been, it's me teaching you some vocabulary or teaching you some grammar, then an interview with a teacher based around whatever I'm talking about, and then at the end a song or a game or something. But I want to change that because I found it a bit dry, a bit mm, not boring, a bit 
uh, uninteresting. Not uninteresting. <laughs> My other old podcasts are interesting. But I've realized I can make it better. Instead of it just being me, then an interview, and then me again, what I want to do is have the guest on for the whole of the podcast. So the guest is more of a co-host. We are hosting the podcast together. That way we can react to things, uh, we can both have input, and I think it's gonna make it more dynamic and more, mm, what's, what other word am I looking for? More, it's gonna have more flow, I think, rather than just being me, interview me, it's gonna be a bumpy ride, but it's gonna be a more interesting ride. Yeah, I hope. Anyway, I've not tried it yet. Let's see. As I said at the beginning when I started this podcast, it's all going to be work in progress for a long time until I realize, hey, this podcast is now smooth. So yeah, that's what I'm planning. And I've got a list of teachers who are going to come on and co-host with me because I find that when I have a teacher on, it always starts... Where are you from? How did you start to learn? Uh, how did you start teaching English? Um, what are your English teaching tips? And it's all the same old stuff. Instead, I'm going to give you all of that in the introduction about the co-host. The co-host will come on and we will go through our theme and we will teach. We will teach you together. That's how it's going to be. Okay, so get ready for that. Now, rap. Let's talk about rap. You will be happy to hear that I will not rap in this podcast. Uh, but instead, I want to talk about the positives and negatives of using rap as a learner and the positives and negatives of using rap as a teacher. So let's start with the positives of using rap as a learner. One positive is that the phonetics are similar to spoken language. So that means, for example, you have sound morphing, which is where words, two words become one. For example, going to, which you might have in written language, becomes gonna, which you don't usually have in written language, in any formal language. But in spoken English, gonna is really common. I'm gonna go to the shops. I'm going to see her tomorrow. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Don't know why that one popped into my head. Yeah, gonna. Another positive is that you can find colloquial expressions and slang, which you normally won't find in any English learning books, but which you will hear in the English speaking world. So you can be ready for the slang and collo colloquial expressions that you might hear. Another positive of learning English through rap is that it is passive. It's passive. It's not you sitting down in a classroom or sitting watching a YouTube video and taking notes. It's you listening on your listening on your headphones while you're on the bus or while you're cleaning your apartment or while you're driving in your car. It's passive. And you can listen to the same songs again and again, and then you get repetition. And each time you listen to the song again, 
you will hear something new. A negative for learning is that it can be too fast. And when it's too fast, you listen to it and you think, I got nothing except the chorus. And that can be intimidating and put you off. So that's a negative, but I would take that and turn it into a positive because spoken English from native speakers can also be too fast. So when it's too fast, you can try to learn the skill of listening for the key words, listening for the most important details. And hey, the other good thing about rap is that you can very easily find the lyrics online and find out exactly what they're saying anyway and read through it and then listen back to it knowing what they say. Okay, now let's move on to teaching. What are the positives of using rap as a teaching material? One is that it often contains repetition. It often contains repetition. It often contains, that's enough of that. You get my point. And repetition is one of the keys to learning English. The more you hear something, the more it goes into your head. And rap um, has repetition of themes, repetition of the same lines in choruses, and repetition of words throughout the song, often, whatever they are rapping about. Another positive for teachers is that it can be really good to keep the attention of teens. Teens are very difficult to teach. This is generalizing. Let me rephrase it differently. Uh, One of the more difficult groups to engage in an English teaching classroom is teenagers. Um, But again, I'm generalizing. Many teenagers like rap or whatever modern music is out there at the time. And in the classroom using it, you know, it's much more interesting than learning from a course book. So it will keep their attention better. Another good thing for using rap in teaching is that you can do mimicking. Mimicking. You can have the students mimic the rap. You can have them say the rap themselves and they can even tap a beat, which helps to separate the syllables as rappers do and they can involve interesting and deep themes which is also engaging rap can inspire creative writing or creative performance and being creative has been proven in studies to really help with language learning because it's more active than passive when you are being creative. So students could move on to um, creating their own written rap or even performing their own raps about whatever they want using English, using their second language of English. What are the negatives about using rap in a classroom? Well, you have to really choose your raps carefully, especially if you're teaching children or teenagers, because Rap can contain negative images such as, you know, gangsters, low culture, guns, drugs. The videos can be overtly sexy and 
materialistic and about bling and sort of reinforce stereotypes. So if you're choosing to use rap in your classroom, I would definitely suggest that you choose wisely, my friend. Choose raps with um, nothing, you know, they will have negative things because often raps are about loneliness or or anger or um, a something when somebody has been wronged. Um, but hey, you know what I mean. There's no need to reinforce negative stereotypes or um, over materialistic things and aggression in the classroom. It's not the place for it. But this is also a task for discussion. I've had classes before where I've said, okay, so what songs do you like? We'll do a song every lesson. Tell me what you like and um, we'll watch the video and we'll look at the uh, lyrics and we'll pull out some grammar and some vocabulary from the song. And students have told me what they like. And one time, a few years ago, someone wanted to have the song um, Wiggle by Jason Derulo. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And I, I had seen the video and I said, I'm sorry, you can watch that in your own time, but I can't play that to you in the classroom because it's really not appropriate. Uh, but we, you know, we found something else and it was fine. Okay, so now let's hear from Sabina. Sabina, like I said, uh, is going to tell us about her journey learning English through rap and how she uses rap in her teaching. And then at the end, uh, we play a game of hip hop or Shakespeare where I read her some lyrics and she has to guess if it's hip hop or if it's Shakespeare. Please enjoy. And then at the end, um, you'll hear her rap, but you won't hear back from me again. So thanks for listening and stay tuned and subscribe for those future podcasts, which are going to be, I'm going to try to do something different. Okay. Cheers. Here's Sabina. I'm a teacher. You're a teacher. Hey, teacher. Nice to meet you. Let's talk to a teacher. Yeah. And here we are with Sabina. Sabina from Damn It English. How are you doing, Sabina? I am great. How are you doing? I'm, I'm really good, really good. I'm really happy to have you on. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much for inviting. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Uh, so uh, Sabina, Sabina is in, like I will have said in the introduction, Sabina's in Moscow. Uh, and we uh, met over Instagram uh, because I was following her Damn It English account. And recently we've been collabing with a load of other teachers in this really great supportive group. And we're posting uh, advent calendar content through Christmas. Uh, and we started chatting. And uh, specifically we started chatting, we shared each other's uh, teaching raps that we've made, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, in fact, I'm gonna put your um, present perfect rap at the end of this podcast because i was talking about it in oh my the God. last podcast <laughs> that's okay right okay oh well hey if you put it out on instagram it's out there in the public domain so uh yeah. you know 
I think not that I have every. Oh wait, wait. Okay, let me ask officially. Do you mind if I put your rap at the end of this podcast? I don't. I don't mind at okay. all. Okay, you can always say, "Don't do it," and I'll cut this bit out. <laughs> no, okay, do it. <laughs> do it. Ah, okay, and instru- I, I have a direct instruction to do it. Perfect, because it's really cool. Um, Thank you. So, how I want to know, uh, how did you first get into rap, and what was what? Who were the first artists that you heard? Um, let's get back back in the day when I was in a small town. Um, the place where I was born, super remote place, like 20, 25 houses. First rap artist, first rap artist I ever did, Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac. Uh, these are my favorites. And um, just, I guess, because they were like uh, the first rap artists I was listening to. And I could hear the passion, even though I couldn't understand anything. I didn't learn the ABC because I didn't learn English at school. I never had English at school. And uh, um, my the only language I was learning uh, was German. And by the way, Russian is my second language as well. I oh. have my mother tongue, which is a little different. And so I always I have always loved languages and even learning Russian language. I was struggling with, you know, with the whole grammar things and, you know, being at stuff like that, the exams. Uh-huh. But English is about music. I heard the rap song and I was like, I was in love with that. Even though you couldn't understand a single word. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. A um, couple of years ago, I bumped into my notes, my old notes. Um, I guess I was trying so that time, you know, I didn't know that technique was called like shadowing technique or mimicking technique and stuff like that. I was I was just trying to uh, write down everything I could get from uh, the rap artists and all the words were written. I mean, they even though they were like English words, but the letters were Russian. <laughs> uh, to read those notes, it was a total disaster. Like, eh, <laughs> so at the time, were you? Were you like looking up, like write you? So you're writing them in Russian, what just what you hear phonetically, right. yeah. And then were you I look, hear. were you looking them up, or was it just so that you could mimic? No, I didn't have anything to look it up. So as you know, there's no internet, uh, no phones. I we had only one TV, which showed basically two channels at that time, and that's it. Also, I didn't have anything to look it up or anything. I could, I was just trying to write down everything I could hear. And using Russian letters, which I definitely would not, um, you know, ask my students to do as a practice. But basically, I was doing what I, uh, I don't know what what just came to my mind at that time, because I was so much in love with the language, and with the passion. And I was like, what they're rapping about? What they're rhyming about? Oh my god, I want to know. <laughs> That's what was basically my first thought. Yeah. Well, even though you can't hear the words, you can feel it the passion oh yeah, absolutely that's really understanding nothing <laughs> like literally nothing so how did you then uh, come to you speak english really well so well that you teach english what was the next step how did you um, how did you get there um the next step was the movie um that my uncle brought so basically the rip artist those cities were from my uncle as well and then he got me a movie 
uh, because you could see that I am like, I want to know this language. And then you just got me the movie in English. And I was watching that movie throughout the year, like the entire year. Just one movie? Um, because, yeah, just one movie. What, what, what movie was it? I didn't have any other movie in English. And the movie was um, Godmother. Everyone was like, are you sure? Not Godfather? It's like, no, 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 it's Godmother. Godmother. I, I never heard of it. I'm going to Google it right now. Godmother. Yeah, with Nastasia Kinski. She was, um, I guess she was one of the yeah, character. It's an old movie, like super old. <laughs> okay, so w- what kind of movie was Godmother? Was it like a comedy or like a like a no, gangster film? No, like a like, uh, gangster movie, but um, everyone was killed and... Uh, uh, only girls left, like the the wife of and the wife. I don't know the, the wife of uh, their children. So and they started revenge, you know, stuff like that. Uh-huh. So it's basically super similar to the Godfather. So the the idea of that was that, and like super sad. There were two parts, and because at the end of the movie she has to. The, the main the main character Nastasia Kinski she has to kill her own son oh and um, spoiler alert yeah spoiler alert <laughs> I was a bit late with the spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that that was the movie yeah it's grandma super sad okay and you watched it over and over again and you picked up some English through it over and over again um I was just, I guess, I was just in love with the language. And then I have always wanted to be a neurosurgeon. It has always been my dream. Uh-huh. So um, I guess I've been made a post about it, what I haven't, what went wrong, you know. So, um, and then I well, went to university. So when I started learning English, uh, which was basically a spontaneous decision as well, to go to learn uh, because I wanted to be a neurosurgeon and then it was like so it didn't happen everything went wrong and there was like okay I gotta learn the you know languages I don't want to learn anything else I want to travel all around the world I want to understand what my favorite rap artists are rapping about rapping about I want to talk to people and then I went to university um, I remember talking to the principal to the dean and she was like oh you know this is a prestigious university um we are electing you know uh we're looking at the results of exams i was like i i will not pass the exam because i have never learned english (laughs) it was like you gotta give me some time and i will prove you that i can do that i can learn and i'll do um do my best and she was like, well, well, this is the first time, you know, in my experience, so I'm going to give you the chance, but you have like six months till the first, um, you know, session, status of exams. And after those tests, we'll see. Um, and, and like, that's how basically it all started. And you know that the most interesting thing I've noticed um, was that... I don't know, because I have been listening to that movie, I've been watching to that movie, I've been listening to music, but I've never had problems once I started learning grammar and gaining vocabulary and stuff like that. I've never had problems like 
or to like understanding. I could understand what people were saying once I got some words and once I started learning and working on the vocabulary, I could easily understand and I could easily distinguish what everybody, what people are talking about. So I guess it's just because of the movie that I've been watching like over and over again and music. Wow, that's really, yeah. Music and movies are really a great way to learn, but yeah, I think the key you had was just having one movie and having to watch it over and over again to really Absolutely. memorize. I... <laughs> but with music, you do that. You find a song that you love, you listen to it over and over again. Right. So, yeah, so that's a really that's a <laughs> that's a really interesting story. Cool. So how? So now you're really bringing the way you learned and flipping it into your classrooms mm -hmm. and helping your students learn with that so how do you use rap and hip-hop in your classes well after graduating from the university um i was working you know in different places living in different uh, places and trying i was trying to use the, those methods and ways um as taught so but i was like something is wrong you know i didn't like it because I was like, I was trying to put myself, you know, into my student's shoes. And I was like, damn, this is boring. So what were those <laughs> you know? methods that you were taught by that, that didn't work? I don't know, some student books and mm. you're just following uh, some rules. You're just giving the list of vocabulary. Um, then you're asking them to learn how to write, how to like to learn them by heart. And then you're giving them some stupid dictations and stuff like that. So it all is like, I didn't like all of those ways and I was like that's not how I how I started learning and I was like this must be super boring because like when I learned the list I was not able to use it after you know okay I learned the list I told the list to my teacher and that's it I got a great job and then I was like I was not using those vocabularies. I was not using those words, expressions, like nothing, you know. Uh -huh. So it felt like everything is in vain, you know, that something is wrong, that you got to do more about it. And that's how I started, like, uh, experimenting with my own ways, different stuff like that, listening to my intuition, listening to what I like and bringing that to classes. Um, and I could see the you know, feedbacks, mm -hmm. the vibe, the atmosphere in the class, not just boring, like you yeah. know, sitting there and reading some boring article. Yeah, listening to and some rap and hip hop and instead of reading some <laughs> well, boring textbook, it's a big I difference. Just, yeah, that time I just started discussing different topics. I was like, um, the only thing that I hate is writing. I've always been hating that. So, um, hate writing and when the principal when I was working for school um it's been like I just worked there I guess for three years it was a private school mm -hmm. but really you know different from every private school because it was mixed of you know adopted orphans and uh, children from rich families wow <laughs> that's it's a contrast so hard like you know uh, I was stressed out, I guess, every time, every day, 
I was like, I just could because uh, the orphans had, uh, we had a psychologist, uh, we had a therapist uh, working along with us, like, and trying to explain everything. But it was super hard. Like, I was stressed out every time. And I was like, I gotta find some ways. Again, the methods that I have been taught were not working. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see the results. Um, and then when for the first time when I was teaching, I guess it was ninth grade, and I just entered the class and there was a guy like you know sitting at teacher's place with his feet on the table, all the books are like on the floor, everybody was just just sitting, you know, and waiting, what's she gonna do? You know, what's she gonna do? <laughs> at that time, uh back in the day I was into basketball a lot. So I was I was playing basketball with the team. And I was basically walking in the street, you know, having my, my, my basketball ball. And <clears throat> so what I saw was the NBA uh, logo and the, the T-shirt of that guy. I just said nothing. I just closed the door. I could hear the laughter. They were like, oh, my God, she didn't say a word. You know, we did it. We're going to have, like, no class. Woo-hoo. So I just asked the principal to give me the basketball ball. So I just got back to the class and I was like, who's ready to go to play basketball? I just started speaking English. And to my surprise, they their English was pretty cool, but they were just like, you know, trying to do a new teacher, a new person. Let's see what she's made of. You know, yeah, like I've that. had classes <laughs> like that. Definitely. Every, every new class, yeah, especially absolutely. with teenagers is like, Oh, what's this teacher going to be right. like? How far can we go with having fun? They're, they're trying to uh, work out. It. Yeah. <laughs> work out how you're going to be. So, that class, we ended up playing basketball. So my only condition was we're going to do everything in English. Yeah, so as long as they're communicating. Because that's real communication then instead of learning from books. And they're yeah. and so enjoying it. Catch the ball, kick the ball. I don't know. Throw the ball at me. Like so many words uh-huh. like, you, you can learn. So that was that. And after that class, I decided to stop, you know, listening or trying to use all those methods. I just started listening to my intuition and what um, I am telling you know myself <laughs> to do. So and then I um, was like, why don't you know? I think it would be cool to start using this rap classes and lyrics. First, it started um, with just some of my favorite um, music, like some of my favorite songs. Uh-huh. And the first one was The Sky's the Limit, it's Notorious B.I.G. And I love the message, I love everything about that song. And another song was that I started. You know, some, some of the first songs that I started um, applying to, you know, bringing them to classes was Lose Yourself by Eminem. Oh, yeah. Um, Everyone knows that one. Love that one. <laughs> so that's one, yeah, because I'm thinking about the lyrical content and it's a good message, but bringing rap mm-hmm. to the classroom, do you ever find that you have to be careful with the content of the song? Because rap obviously can have... I don't know, it can be quite disrespectful to women. It can have a lot of swearing. It can have, yeah. uh, I'm generalizing, but like it can um, glorify violence and things like that. Right. Um, did you find that, um, first did you find mm-hmm. it uh, 
it blocked you in some ways or was it easy to find songs which were easy okay to um, use once i started so i guess the first uh class the first students group um it was 12 uh 12 guys and uh, one girl so all of them were older than me like two three years older than me and they're like, uh, do you want to try, you know, something different? Let's do you like this or that music. Yeah, we love it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, let's try to let's try, you know, to learn some real thing, like like real English, not only just books and stuff like that. They're like, okay, we're on it, no problem. So let's do it. And we already had at that time with that group already had. Um, like really good relations we could we were discussing different things um the city uh, where my where i graduated from universities uh, next to the sea so our classes most of the time were like outside i was always just asking hey let's go you know do this or that go there and here so we were just talking discussing different topics and no books and they were like oh we're so lazy to carry you know these books after work and uh, different you know words like that they just made me maybe we don't need those books every time you know every Uh single class let's just do something awkward (laughs) and um it was the first group um and they they loved it i can't say that i was discussing every single vocabulary or every single you know stuff like that uh words and swearing and profanity but I, we were just talking about the message. Okay, um, so it's not like breaking down every word, just some yeah. the words that are important to understand the message. Absolutely, and um, in Eminem's lyrics and "Lose Yourself" and other our songs and these, I love the words because he uses so many unique, amazing, exceptional words, and I love that. I don't know how, but I can't see all these kind of words in any other rap artist i don't know his lyrics are always kind of unique and i really love it the sky's the limit has an amazing message and you can discuss it with your students like and it's not only just one class sometimes you might need i don't know two or three classes to discuss uh, to talk about these things because uh, you're talking about your own experience and your struggles so it is just you know becoming a discussion it's 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 bigger than just the song at the end of the class or at the end of the day you just end up discussing more than just the sky's dealing with more than just the lyrics mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, just, it leads to other questions about the themes cool yeah a lot of follow-up questions <laughs> yeah rap can be i think for learners rap can be rap and hip-hop can be intimidating because it is so fast as well especially eminem so you really have to jump in to the message if you give people the message and then listen again then maybe they can pick more things out so yeah that's that's a really good idea discussion right um my point is basically my message is to learn whatever language you're learning um how you like it the way you like it find the person who just shares you know the same views the same opinion and um most of the time my students are into 
harp music. I don't know, maybe I am attracting them or what is happening. Maybe it is the universe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course I have I do have some adults who are um like I even have some elderly group who just wants to learn English to travel with their grandchildren, you know, just uh -huh. to get by. And of course I'm I don't discuss some rap classes or <laughs> rap music with them. They have different roles. But most of the time the children, um what rap class the, the rap class I'm using right now, um, they are absolutely different. They don't have any swearing words or stuff like that. These are about psychology, about fears, about struggles, about new children in school. So you can just start from grade from the first grade, even from the second grade, you know, till the from pre-K, even though so they have a little bit different educational message and the rhymes are catchy. I'm trying to write my own uh, lyrics oh. and uh, work on my own course. Oh, that's good. You can so, put whatever vocabulary you think will be useful for them. You can put it in there. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And for children, I think it is the most important thing is their mindset. It's, it's psychology because, um, psychologies i'm sure like you know just my opinion that 95 97 percent is uh important <laughs> psychologies like the top so that's why um these kind of educational rap classes are it's still rap but it's fun way it's like the videos aren't a little different it's not just swearing words and hard strong messages about hard life and stuff like that it's about how you can manage your fear how you uh how you can manage uh how you can deal with anxiety with you know sad thoughts everything like that so it's all about that and uh, right now i want um grammar tenses like there because my russian students are struggling with that they're like present perfect it's just number one you know why can't be just past simple? Yeah, it's Why difficult. Can't be yeah, not all lang yeah. like there's not many languages that have present the idea of present perfect and used in the same way. So right. it can be a real barrier, and it's 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 used so often in English. Uh, yeah. Right. So uh, that's why these kind of rep classes um, that I'm using right now they are totally different from Tupac or Notorious BG, you uh -huh. know, lyrics. <laughs> So again, and when you you mentioned uh, that it's fast, or sometimes I just mess around and put stuff in my stories, like trying to repeat after after them, after Eminem, after Tupac, and you know some some rhymes, and I am basically showing my students um, or everyone my followers just my way, and and I'm showing that I can't. I'm not able to do it even, you know, I've been doing it for a long time, trying to shadow me. And even I, I can't do it, like, jump into that and right away, one shot and that's it. I need to do it, like, over and over again to to master. But I do think that um, it helps when you've been trying to practice. First of all, it's a lot of fun with children, and I'm using it, and they they, they love it. It's a lot of fun when they're trying, oh my God, it's so hard, we can't, okay, let's do it again. They get competitive, um, especially 11, 12 year old kids. 
Um, oh, so they're having rap battles <laughs> between you know, each other. Who can do are... it best? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, now listen to me. Now listen to me. Today we tried, um, I think I'm going to post it in my stories. Today we tried to come up with our own lyrics and the vocabulary was pretty, um, you know, hard, especially the adjectives and the phrasal verbs because um, it's, it's quite challenging to learn <laughs> phrasal verbs and adjectives. Yeah. You know, the way when you understand when you're able to discuss some simple topics and when you then need to get out of that comfort zone you know to use but different grammar to start to experiment to start experimenting uh-huh. with different grammar and uh, with the same you know gerund and infinitive that everybody hates uh well at least my students <laughs> i don't know but i don't want to gerund how why can't we just say that in that way yeah. why should we start our sentence with gerund i i try to avoid like even in my classes i try to avoid giving the grammar names like i don't say gerund and yeah. sometimes i don't even say the names of the tenses because i feel like these grammar words are really scary so instead of gerunds Absolutely. i'm like these are ing words but they're not mm-hmm. ver- uh, they're not verbs they're nouns and uh yeah, I find that helps. With children, with children, it's easy. I don't use those stuff as well. But with adults, because adults are more curious. Yeah, you know, some of them, they want the oh, grammar. No, right? found that in this. It is called that in this. What is it? So they always ask you different questions because they do their own research. Oh, this is called that way. I was like, why the hell do you need that one? I mean, your goal is just speaking. Where are you going to tell? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not. It's like, <laughs> okay, present perfect. Perfect continues that. Oh, this gerund or infinity. It's really interesting. Um, Everybody has a different learning style and some people, they need that grammar to guide them. But other people, you put the grammar in front of them and and it's totally intimidating. So when you've got a mix of different learners in a a class, it can be, yeah, difficult. Uh, uh, Me, I I can't say I was able to use grammar correctly even after graduating from university. No, um everything that i have that i know i guess i didn't know the names of those stuff even though i passed exams and i I did all that stuff i was like okay this and that oh listen it just came intuitively like you know just intuition i just think it is correct so that's it i don't know how to explain it that's learning like a native speaker yeah but for me too go on sorry yeah then after becoming a teacher i was like oh my God, I got to figure out how to explain this, you know, to people, to students. Because before that, I was not able to say what kind of tense that was. Uh-huh. It just, it's an intuition. I was like relying on my intuition and that's it. Me too, totally. Um, even as a native English speaker, because, you know, we learn English like you did, just by hearing it and then uh, associating meaning. And in English schools, we are not, you know, we're taught what a noun is, what an adjective, what a verb is, but that's where it stops. So when I became an English teacher, when I was studying to become an English teacher, I had to learn all the tenses. If you ask, um, this is a generalization, but I'm guessing if you stood on an English high street and you ask people, excuse me, can you tell me a a sentence in the present perfect tense? I reckon... (laughs) 90% 90% of people will say, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe that's harsh. Maybe more like 70%. But yeah, 
not many people know the intricacies of tenses and like conditional forms and things like that or, or what a gerund is um it's really something for english teachers to guide learners who who need it right okay anyway we're talking too much grammar let's get out of grammar i just <laughs> talk about how i don't <laughs> yeah. like grammar and then oh, let's that. have a conversation about grammar. Don't need that. Yeah. i i actually prepared a game for us i'm worried Ooh, that okay. uh, zoom <laughs> this zoom meeting i only made it one hour so it might kick us off oh wait i shouldn't have even said that because it's not going to be one hour and listeners are going to be like, you were talking for an hour? <laughs> okay. There's no limit. If it's just one-on-one class. You think so? Okay, good. No okay. Yeah. We'll find out in two minutes. Okay, so I've... <laughs> okay. Okay, so I've prepared this game. Maybe you've seen it before. It's... Is it Shakespeare or hip-hop? So oh, okay. I'm going to... All right. Do we need to explain what Shakespeare is? Shakespeare... The uh, the bard, the very famous uh, English writer who wrote classic plays. My problem with Shakespeare is that um, it's not modern language, and there is stuff in there. You know, I don't, mm -hmm. I never use it in my classes because it's not functional mm -hmm. language that people need. But you know what I found out? Sorry for interrupting. No. I was like, uh, the slang word swag. You know, and I just bumped into the article. It was like that the swag word first was used by Shakespeare. I was like, what? Yeah. Shakespeare <laughs> thought in so many words. And because he was writing characters who were like uh, poor or criminals, it has a lot of slang, like original slang in there. Right. Old slang. And then through Shakespeare, it stayed uh, in the language. So it is interesting. That part is interesting. Is. Okay. So are you ready to play? Shakespeare or hip hop? Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say a line, and you have to decide right. if it's Shakespeare or hip hop. I'm gonna start oh, easy. Okay. Oh, I've messed it up. Okay. No, don't. I'm gonna start easy. So the first few you should get, and then and then it'll get more difficult. Okay. So here's the first one. Um. Whew. Here's the first one. When the pimps in the crib, Ma, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot. Hip hop. Yeah, hip hop. That's Snoop Dogg. Drop <laughs> it like it's hot. Okay, what drop about this like one? I'm not going to count points or anything. This is just for fun. Okay. Okay. Uh, a horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. Shakespeare. Shakespeare from Richard the Third, correct. <laughs> well done. Okay, what about? Uh, it's just beginner's luck. Just beginner's luck, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm I'm starting off easy. It's going to get more difficult later later for sure. Uh, shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art thou art more lovely and more temperate. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. It's from sonnet number 18. And this has got old words in like thou instead of you. Thou art okay. instead of you are. This language that is not used anymore unless people are being sarcastic. Okay, what about this one? My anaconda don't. My anaconda don't. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Hip hop. Hip hop. <laughs> I'm not sure it sounds like hip hop. Yeah, that's Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. 
Oh, I never listened to Nicki Minaj, so I don't know why, but... Oh, Anaconda, yeah, I know that song. <laughs> okay. But Nicki Minaj is not in my head at all. Okay. Give me another one. Um, the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Shakespeare? Shakespeare, from a sonnet. Uh, okay. Then I hope this take away from my sins. That's another one. You think Shakespeare? Oh, uh, once again, please. That, that's a different. That's another one. That's the next one. The next one is. Then I hope okay. this take away from my sins. Then I hope mm, this take away from like my sins. Um, you know, with some thoughts. Oh, it is hip hop. It's like Kanye West from oh. Jesus Walks. Oh yeah. The sound familiar. Okay. Uh, okay, here's the next one. <laughs> my words fly up. My thoughts remain below. My words fly up. My thoughts remain man, below. This one is difficult because it might be hip hop too. Oh, man. Where is it hard to say? Okay, Little Bit Shakespeare. But it sounds like hip hop. Ah, uh, okay, Shakespeare. You're right. From <laughs> Hamlet. Uh, the whole point of this is that, you know, Shakespeare can sometimes sound like hip hop and hip hop can sometimes sound like yeah. Shakespeare, but you've got them all right so far. Impressive. Beginner's luck. <laughs> Again. <laughs> okay. What about this one? Look around this manner and you will see, sorry, I messed it up. Look around this manor, and all you will see is ill-mannered people. I'll say it Hip-hop. again. Yeah, you said it straight away. Do you know that one? Yes, I do. Yeah? It's... <laughs> Who is it? I can't tell you, but it oh, is okay. just in my head. I can. I have some music, you know. It's uh, a rapper called Plan B, from an English rapper from Lost My mm -hmm. Way. Uh, no, I, I don't know the name, but so, music is in my head and the lines in my head. So I, I really, I really suck at names. Like I can't remember even some actors' names, like the names of the lyrics. Uh, I mean the songs and artists, but the music and lines sometimes are just in my head. Okay, I have the same thing. I'm like, what is that song? I know it, but yeah, I can tell you about the style, or I don't know, like you know, clothes or hairstyle. But the name, no. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. Um, I didn't cry because my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. I didn't cry because my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. Okay, this one is super difficult because it might be both Shakespeare and hip hop. Mm. For some reason, I think it's hip hop. Wow, you are... <laughs> killing it that's tupac from a song called dear mama yep okay what about this one now I'm, now i, I have to try to ca like oh, catch you out uh here's the next one men at some time are masters of their fates men at some time are masters of their fates mm. That might be hip hop, definitely some kind of deep song, something like that. But I don't know, man. This one is difficult. 
Uh, well, I'm going to accept your first answer as hip hop. It's, it's okay. not. It's William Shakespeare. It's from Julius Caesar. All right, I wanted to say William Shakespeare. Look at him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about? Um, let me look at my list here. What's here? The portrait of a blinking idiot. It's a question. What's here? The portrait of a blinking idiot. Shakespeare. Good. From the Merchant of Venice. <laughs> okay. May the Lord protect me as the world gets hectic. Hip hop. Hip hop indeed. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> uh, next. No, I already read that one. Count myself a king of infinite space. Count myself a king of internet. Oh, I messed it up. Count myself a king of infinite space. Ah, uh, hip hop. Let it be hip hop. But it sounds like Shakespeare though, too. Ah, uh, hip hop. Hip hop. It's not. It's Hamlet. <laughs> it's from Hamlet. I yeah. knew. That. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I'll make this the last one. I said. Certified freak, seven days a week, wet ass pussy, make that pull out game weak. Woo. Hip hop. Yeah, definitely hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cardi B. That was easy. Yeah, that one. was easy. I made the last one easy for you. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> there you go. That was hip hop or Shakespeare. I'm playing this game for the first time, but I am in love with it. I yeah. guess I'm going to play it, definitely. You that can look cool. it up. There are so many online hip-hop or Shakespeare quizzes. Um, so, I, yeah, I wanted to... There's one that I wanted to talk about some of the vocabulary from for anybody who's listening and thought, what the hell does that mean? Where was it? It was the Plan B one. Oh, yeah. Look around this manor and you will see... And all you will see is ill-mannered people. So this manor... It means mm -hmm. like this, this neighborhood, this, well, actually, it means like either this house, like, should we go back to your manor? Right. Or it means like an area, like a neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But this is from, they put this in here because in the old days, a manor house, a manor is where like the lord of the manor, usually the person okay. who owns the town, who owns all the property in the town will have a manor house. So it's an old word, and right. I think they want you to hear that old word manner and think, oh, it's Shakespeare, but nope. Cool. Hip-hop. Yeah, I, I haven't thought of that. Thank you so much. Okay. something new. You're welcome. Okay, yeah, you can take that to your classes. It's a fun maybe start to a lesson. Okay, so let's end it there. Uh, you you're, We'll end it as a winner because you got most of them right. Well done. You have a feel for hip-hop. <laughs> you. you have a feel for Thank Shakespeare. You. You've mastered English, Sabina. That's what I can say. <laughs> okay. Thank you for making me look smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You are smart. <laughs> From your village days with, with just a few CDs and one movie to yeah, teaching <laughs> teaching people English through hip-hop. It's, it's an amazing journey. Well done. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. you so much again. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks, thanks so much for coming on. 
Surprise and fucking perfect, I'm so perplexed. My brain is exploding trying to use that. Why the hell do I need this? Was clear things up. I'm trying to understand it, but I'm giving up. Okay, I got your point, so listen now. Put down that roll joint, damn shit for his crap. See this present personal about our experience. Or the explanation how we got in situation now. Some shit happened in the past and it's always here so it's all buddy don't know when it's happened. That's present perfect. Have a blast. I you we and they and your fox and your friends have never heard this but he she your homie your brother has already observed it. I have just broken your favorite mug, I'm sorry. Jess has taken another one for me, don't worry. And one more thing, don't mix past simple with present perfect, because these are two fucking different coincidences. It's like DC and Marvel.